Hello, and welcome to Notes in the Week Ahead, a JP Morgan Asset Management podcast that provides insights on the markets and the economy to help you stay informed in the week ahead. Hello, this is David Kelly. I'm Chief Strategist here at JP Morgan Asset Management. Today is November 21st, 2022. For many people, I suspect 2022 will be a year to forget. However, for millions of home builders, home sellers, and home buyers, it will be remembered for the speed with which a housing boom turned into a housing bust. The reason, of course, has been a surge in mortgage rates. These rates look likely to stay high at least over the next year, contributing to sharp declines in housing starts and home sales and a negative impact on GDP. Eventually, this could motivate the Federal Reserve to reverse course and cut rates. However, mortgage rates are unlikely to fall to anything like the levels they maintained for the 14 years prior to 2022, while limited housing supply will probably prevent a collapse in prices. Given this, it appears we are now entering an era when the decision to buy a house should be focused more on finding the right home in which to live than the right asset in which to invest. The collapse in housing in recent months has been dramatic. Housing starts which in April topped 1.8 million units annualized for the first time since 2006, sumped to 1.425 million units in October. Traffic of prospective buyers in November has fallen to its lowest level since 2011. Existing home sales for October, released last week, showed a further slump in sales also to their lowest level since 2011. October new home sales, due out on Wednesday, should show a similar decline. The reason for this sudden slump is easy to see. In the last week of 2021, the 30-year fixed-rate mortgage rate was 3.11%. In the week that ended last Wednesday, it was 6.61%, which, although down from a peak of 7.08% a week earlier, was still up by 3.5% from the end of last year. It should be noted that over the same period of time, 10-year Treasury yields rose by a more modest 2.29%, from 1.51% to 3.80%. So why the sharper increase in mortgage rates? The main reason is the usual problem with the mortgage market, which has to do with prepayments. When rates fall, mortgage holders are more likely to prepay their mortgages, shortening duration and causing mortgage rates to fall by more than treasury rates. When rates rise, the opposite happens, with refinancing collapsing, duration extending and mortgage rates rising by more than treasury rates. However, on top of this, it should be noted that the spread between the 30-year fixed rate mortgage rate and the 10-year Treasury has averaged 1.78% over the past 25 years, so the spread of 1.60% at the end of last year was unusually tight. In addition, the Federal Reserve's quantitative tightening program has begun to reduce their holdings of mortgage securities, although by much less than they seemed to intend when they announced the program last spring. Regardless of the mechanics, the impact on borrowers has been dramatic. In October, the monthly mortgage payment on the median existing homes sold was $1,997, assuming 20% down a 30-year fixed-rate mortgage, up an astonishing 65% from the $1,210 of a year earlier. This has, of course, radically shrunk the pool of potential home buyers. We now estimate that single-family housing starts will fall by 28% year-over-year in the fourth quarter of 2022. In addition, we estimate a 30% decline in sales of existing single-family homes over the same period. These impacts are being somewhat mitigated by strong demand for multifamily housing starts, which looks set to rise by 10% year-over-year in the fourth quarter, and continues strong demand for additions and repairs as many homeowners decide to renovate rather than relocate. However, even netting this out, we estimate that the decline in home sales and home building will directly reduce real GDP by six-tenths of a percent 
in the year that ended, that will end in the fourth quarter of 2022, and 0.2% over the following year. Even with further knock-on impacts on consumer spending on furniture, appliances, and home-moving expenses, this isn't a big enough change to trigger a recession on its own. However, combined with weakening net exports, continued fiscal drag, and growing corporate caution, the housing sump could help tip the economy into recession in 2023. One lesson from many past housing cycles is that it takes a long time for the market to return to equilibrium. While we believe that the Fed is nearing the end of its rate hike cycle, we still expect that it could raise the federal funds rate by half a percent in December and a quarter of a percent in early February. In addition, the Fed may contemplate the outright sale of mortgage-backed securities at some stage over the next few months, as allowing them to roll off their balance sheet courteous and working in a world where mortgage refinancing has collapsed. The first genuine relief in mortgage rates may well have to wait for the end of 2023, when the Fed may begin to take back some of its rate hikes in response to both slower economic growth and lower inflation. And even then, we don't expect any return to the 4% average mortgage rate seen between 2009 and 2021. Meanwhile, home prices should only fall, fall slowly. The demographics underlying housing demand continue to be weak, with the US population likely growing by less than three-tenths of a percent in the year ended in June, compared to roughly seven-tenths of a percent per year in the middle of the last decade. However, vacancy rates remain at historically low levels due to weak building activity after the great financial crisis, and mortgage delinquency rates remain very low. Unless homeowners are forced to sell at a loss, they will likely hold houses off the market until mortgage rates subside. For the economy, housing will be more of a handbrake than a roadblock, slowing economic growth rather than preventing it. However, for prospective home buyers over the next few years, this is going to be the difficult, with homes remaining very expensive to buy while providing less potential for capital gains. For generations of American families, buying a home has been a mark of personal achievement and a foundation upon which to build a fulfilling life. From time to time, it has also been seen as a quick path to financial success. 2022 is not one of those times. And both today and likely for some years to come, investors might well be advised to buy a home for lifestyle but consider financial assets for investment returns. Well, that's it for this week. Please tune in again next week. And if you have any questions in the meantime, please reach out to your JP Morgan representative. This content is intended for information only based on assumptions in current market conditions and are subject to change. No warranty of accuracy is given. This content does not contain sufficient information to support investment decisions. It is not to be construed as research, legal, regulatory, tax, accounting, or investment advice. Investments involve risks. Investors should seek professional advice or make an independent evaluation before investing. The value of investments and the income from them may fluctuate, including loss of capital. Past performance and yield are not indicative of current or future results. Forecasts and estimates may or may not come to pass. J.P. Morgan Asset Management is the asset management business of J.P. Morgan Chase & Company and its affiliates worldwide.